You are listening to episode number 11 of the You Are Nourished podcast. I am back after a few weeks off as I have been recovering from COVID. Today I'm sharing my experience of getting COVID twice and what I did to support myself and my immune system through this. So settle in and stay tuned. Are you tired of dieting, fed up with constantly stressing out about food and sick to death of feeling like absolute rubbish because no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get control over your eating habits? Well, my love, you are in the right place. I'm Lauren Gafer. I'm a nutritional therapist and a mindset coach. I'm a mum of two and I happen to be partial to an oat milk latte and a Friday night gin and tonic, but I am mostly on a mission to make sure that you never go on another diet. On this podcast, my goal is to liberate you from restrictive and unsustainable diets by learning how to eat more intuitively, teaching you how to nourish yourself in body and mind, and helping you feel the best you've ever felt without ever counting another calorie again. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So I am back. I have had a little break. I had to take some time off and unfortunately that meant that I had to take a break from recording these podcast episodes because I got COVID for the second time. Those of you who know me and have known me for a while will remember that I got it almost exactly two years ago to the day back in March 2020, which was really, really scary because at that point we didn't know anything about the virus. There was no vaccination and it was absolutely terrifying. And believe me, it was far less terrifying this time than it was the first time. Um, Although it still really ran me over and really wiped me out. And I just wanted to share with you today my experience, my experiences of having COVID not once but twice. Um, And also to kind of share that, you know, I'm a nutritional therapist, I'm a healthy person, I look after myself, and yet no one is immune from getting this virus, even after having boosters and all the jabs and everything. I am, you know, pro getting yourself uh, protected from this virus, and, you know, I did all the right things, and yet I still got it. So, I know that at this moment in time, there is a massive wave going on in the UK and probably in other parts of the world, although not really being as reported um, as it used to be, because there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world as well. So I seriously could count on both hands, at least how many people I know with COVID right now. And so because so many of you have it, or perhaps know someone who has it, um, or maybe you're getting over it, um, I just wanted to share what I've been doing and what I did both times whilst having COVID with my knowledge of uh, nutrition and health and well-being, and as a <laughs> as a human being as well, with you so that you can perhaps apply some of these um, if you also have it or know somebody else that does at the moment too, or if you end up getting it at some point in the future. I must caveat this with, obviously, this is not a replacement for any medical advice that you might have from your doctor, or if you have seen or have been seeing a naturopath or a nutritional therapist or a Reiki healer or anybody else that you might have been seeing for your symptoms, this is not a replacement for that. This is very generalised advice, none of it's going to do you any harm. Um, It is based on research, it is based on my own personal experiences and knowledge and training and education 
information and understanding. But, you know, if you need to see a doctor, go and see a doctor and they will tell you what you need to do from a medical standpoint. All right. So that's uh, that's my ass covered there. <laughs> so I just needed to make sure that that was very, very clear. So, um, yeah, so this is the second time that I managed to pick up the virus. And like I said, been vaccinated and I did still get it really quite badly. So I did have to take a significant amount of time off. And that's really difficult as somebody who runs their own business. And, you know, maybe you're in that situation as well. I'm very lucky in that I've built a business that is, you know, semi self-sustaining because I have a membership, which means that there's content going out regularly and my members are still really well looked after um, by my team and by content that's been pre-created, which allows me the freedom to do that. That's intentional. I've done that on purpose. However, um, and you may remember, I was planning to run my food freedom boot camp and I had to postpone that. And that was so upsetting and so stressful. I'm actually not quite sure how those weeks leading up to the boot camp, I kind of got through them while I was as ill as I was. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, that my recovery was longer and that I was probably more ill than I needed to be because of the stress that I was putting myself under to um, deliver this boot camp. So I was, you know, uh, tested positive a good couple of weeks before the boot camp was due to run. And I thought, I'll be fine. It will be okay. I'm just going to power through. I can't cancel this. Uh, you know, I need to run this, this at the end of the day, you know, my boot camps, I bring loads of people into them, I deliver tons of value over five days, they are really uh, educational and uh, entertaining. And I really deliver, you know, a lot of value in these things. So it is all encompassing. I'm live every single day in the private Facebook group, delivering workshops, answering questions, my team are all in. So it's a big deal, right? I don't do these, I don't do them that often. I do them a couple of times a year, because they are a big deal. And they take a lot out of me. Um, so I was getting prepared for the boot camp, you know, creating the content, working along, you know, with my team to create all of the promotional materials, running all the advertising, getting people signed up. And at the, at the same time, I wasn't able to do the same kind of promotional activity that I would normally do in the run up to one of these events. So normally I would be on my Instagram stories and I would be doing live videos and all of that kind of stuff. And I couldn't, I couldn't show my face. So we were kind of trying to get by with the bare minimum of emails and social media posts, which was fine. And we were still getting people to sign up for it. But I was going to be opening the doors to the Facebook group for the boot camp on the Friday before the Monday that the boot camp kicked off. And I got to the Thursday and I was still so, so ill. I, I could barely speak. I was just so exhausted. And I had to make the very, very difficult decision, which was hard from a business perspective to say, we can't run this. Um, it's just not possible. At the end of the day, there's only so much that, you know, my team can handle. I'm the one that needs to show up live on camera and deliver the training and deliver the workshops and create that experience. And without me doing that, it's just, it, it's not an event. And I didn't want to deliver a half-hearted event. For a start, there's absolutely no way on God's planet that I would have been able to even go live because I was still so pale and I had no voice and I was just really, really unwell. But even if I had had some energy to deliver it, there's no way I would have been able to put in the amount of energy that I normally put into these things. And so the results for those people that signed up for it, and maybe you're one of those people, um, would not have been anywhere close to the results that you would have achieved had I been able to show up and give 
give my 110%, which is what I normally give. Well, you know, 100%. <laughs> I don't really understand people who say 150%. There's no such thing, but you know what I mean. I just wouldn't have been able to do it and I would have been selling myself short and selling you guys short and it just wouldn't have been fair. So I had to make the very difficult executive decision to, to pull the plug on it on that Thursday. Honestly, the outpouring of support that I got from you guys, and I'm sure there's many of you listening to this right now, I just want to say thank you and just how unbelievably grateful I was to sit there and read all the, the lovely, oh, I'm tearing up, all the <laughs> lovely, kind, generous uh, messages of support. And I really did feel incredibly supported and like I wasn't alone because at that point I felt really alone. I was like, God, I'm the one that has to run this thing. And even though I've got an incredible team who support me, I'm the one that still has to deliver all this content. And I'm the one that has to make the decision on whether to, to go ahead with this or pull the plug. And it really did make me feel very, very supported. So I am super, super grateful to each and every one of you who said, no problem. We just wish you well. We will, we'll come on to the next one. I will be rescheduling it for after Easter. I'll be announcing the date of that again, really, really soon. And if you, you know, got a refund, then, you know, you're more than welcome to come back onto it. So, you know, we're all, we're all good. We're all good. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to sort of reach out to, you know, to each and every one of you and to say that I did read your comments and I did read your emails and it really was just incredibly heartwarming. And it made me realise that I was doing the right thing, that there's just no way I could have delivered this thing the way that I was feeling. Let's rewind to um, two years ago, to when I got COVID the first time. Do you know what? Today, as I sit um, in my podcast studio slash my bedroom, recording this episode, I heard on the radio this morning that today is the two year anniversary of lockdown number one. And I had COVID at that point. I got it very, very early. And I remember us going into lockdown when I had COVID that first time. So it's just bizarre, really, that I am kind of getting over it. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much over the second one now, but almost exactly two years since, since I first got it. Just having just a, a moment to sit back and go, my God, what a couple of years we have had. I mean, it has been absolutely insane and intense. And what we've been through is nothing short of, oh, I don't know, I can't even put, I can't even think of a word to describe how, how it's been. It's indescribable. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. We've all been through so much um, individually and collectively and globally and within our communities. It has just been so much as a world for us to go to. And yet still we get no respite from heartbreaking, tragic world events. It's like, come on guys, we really can somebody give us a break here now. Anyway, I digress. So rewinding back to March 2020, when I got sick the first time, obviously there was no testing at that point. Nobody even had the vocabulary, lateral flow or PCR. We'd only just started to get to grips with the word lockdown and social distancing. I mean, these words have never existed to us previously. And suddenly we're being bombarded with all of this new vocabulary, all this new terminology that we had to learn. But it was obvious to me, and I'd had it pretty much confirmed by, by the NHS that I did have COVID, despite the fact that I wasn't able to get a test because I had all the symptoms. And let's face it, at that point, everybody was getting it. But it was very, very serious because so many people were having to go into hospital. And it was just heartbreakingly tragic. Uh, the number of people that we lost in that first wave, just, just awful, awful, awful. And my heart goes out to you if you are one of those people that lost someone dear to them in that first wave. I was lucky. I didn't have any underlying conditions. I got over it. Um, but it was shit. <laughs> I was really, really unwell um, for really quite a long time. And the difference between getting COVID the first time and the second time, even though I was really ill, the second time was the severity 
of how it hit my lungs and the cough that I had that first time versus the second time, and also the, the length and duration of the virus itself and quite how long it took me to get over it. So I'm now probably a month from, about a month from getting you know, testing positive, and I'm pretty much back, back to myself, I would say. Whereas the last time, uh, two years ago, it was weeks and weeks before I started to feel normal again and get my energy back and get over that fatigue. It really did take a lot longer to um, get over it. But what I wanted to share with you are some of the things that I did uh, in that, you know, I remember very well the first time I had COVID and also this time as well, both in terms of alleviating symptoms. And, you know, they might be different for all of us, but these are the, you know, the main symptoms. And also in supporting my immune system to regenerate and to help fight this virus better because, you know, as a nutritional therapist, I am pretty well educated on the kinds of things that you can, you know, do and put into your body to help support that immune system, to help you um, get over things faster, to protect you, and ultimately to help you recover quicker. So the first time um, I remember, <laughs> I remember I'd sort of created uh, a little bed cave for myself with uh, all of my supplements and all of my medications and my hot drinks and my diffuser and all of these things. I just had this this kind of collection of stuff on my dressing table next to my bed that was my my toolkit, I guess, for helping me through. And a lot of it was helping me to get over the symptoms because those were the, the things that I was struggling with the most. And the, for me, the thing that I was struggling with the most first time, second time as well, but less severe was, was the cough um, and the, you know, the chestiness and the wheezing and the breathlessness and all of that kind of thing as well. So the things that really, really helped me both times really were, you know, and this is simple stuff, but sometimes we forget, you know, when we're not well, um, how to look after ourselves properly, especially if you don't have somebody to do these things for you, which is really, really difficult. I was very fortunate in that my husband did basically everything for me because he's an absolute gem. But hot drinks, warm drinks, in particular, you know, hot honey and lemon with extra ginger. Um, I, all, I also used to put um, apple cider vinegar into my hot drink as well, because that is, you know, I don't know whether it did anything, but I felt like it was doing something. And that was a really nice sort of, you know, warming drink that I found very, very helpful. But the ginger was definitely one of those things that would do both, you know, help, you know, the wa the warming element of it would help both the symptoms, but it is also a really potent superfood uh, that helps with your immune system, really antiviral. And that was another thing that was really helpful in supporting uh, my immune system. Now, ginger, and I've talked about this before, and you'll have seen on my social media is a really, really you know, potent ingredient for you to add to all kinds of different foods and drinks, but really great in your hot drinks. But it's also awesome to add to things like smoothies and stir fries and soups and all sorts of things. So I would really, if you are struggling right now, is get yourself a big, what I call a hand of ginger and you know really go to town on it. You can use ground ginger as well, but it is the fresh root uh, that is going to have the most potent effects. So ginger is definitely one thing. The number one thing that I prioritized both times, which as a, a business owner, as an ambitious kind of potentially type A type of person is quite difficult to do. And that is rest. There were days, especially the second time when all I, all I could do all day was sleep. And it is that 
overwhelming fatigue that literally makes you feel like you've been run over by a truck. And I couldn't get out of bed for two or three days. I just slept all day and slept all night. I probably slept a total of 24, like 20 hours within a 20 hour, 24 hour period. Um, and you really, really have to listen to your body at that point and stop trying to do all the things. And I think it was when I eventually decided um, to pull the plug on my boot camp that I finally was able to rest. And I remember feeling like a, a weight lifted off my shoulders where I didn't have this anxiety and this stress hanging over me of, you know, a really massive five day event that I was um, planning on delivering and everything else that, that went along with that it was really such an unbelievable relief. And that I think is when the fatigue really kicked in because I've been working so hard in the lead up to that point. And when I finally turned around and said, I'm, I'm pulling the plug, um, I was able to actually rest and relax. And I remember that whole weekend, I basically just spent the whole weekend in bed and, and barely got out of it. I mean, I hadn't got out of bed for the previous two weeks either, but it really was my permission to fully, fully rest and to take the next couple of weeks properly off. And that meant no going into my membership, no communicating with my team, nothing on social media. And I really, really did do that as hard as it was, but I needed it so, so, so badly. So if you are still trying to do things uh, while you are struggling with COVID, just stop and give yourself that permission to 100% fully rest. Because the longer you leave it, the longer it's going to take you to recover. You really do need more rest than you think. And you will get this false sense of security where you'll wake up one morning, you'll be like, oh, I'm feeling a bit better today. I'm going to go and do some things. And the smallest effort, and this happened to me, the smallest effort will wipe you out. I took the dog for a 20 minute walk. And for the last sort of seven minutes of the walk, I was literally just really, really dragging my feet and struggling to get back home again. And all I could do when I got back home was get back into bed. And I thought, what am I doing? This is so stupid. Don't think that you're better just because you're feeling a little bit better because the slightest energy exertion will really, really wipe you out. And I'm sure that many of you listening who've experienced this will be nodding along because it does, it wipes you out for a really long time. This isn't a regular cold. It isn't a regular flu. It, it, is, it is a virus that we don't really know all that much about. And, you know, it really, really does knock you for six. So I would recommend, you know, on those days when you feel like you've got a little bit more energy to use that time to continue to actively rest and not try and do too much because you will slow down your recovery by trying to do too much. So that is definitely my top, 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 top number one tip for you is to make sure that you are doing that. The other thing that I used um, the first time I had COVID, I didn't really use it the second time, I think I just forgot, was uh, my essential oil diffuser. And so if you've got something like that in your home, um, it is really, really lovely at, you know, delivering some essential oils that can also be incredibly healing, both in terms of managing your symptoms and supporting your immune system. So there's loads of different essential oils that you could put in there, but I had some to hand and I had lavender, eucalyptus and thyme and that combination I found to be very very soothing and it just 
felt filled my room with a really lovely aroma but I also knew that they were helping me therapeutically so obviously the eucalyptus um, really really good for the airways and even if that's all you can get you could do like a steam inhalation with some eucalyptus essential oil or get in the bath and put some in as well so that's really really good at kind of you know helping to clear those airways thyme is also specific to the respiratory system uh, so that was another really good one to add in and lavender really you know as we all know lavender is, is an excellent um, essential oil for the adrenals and the nervous system it's helping you feel calm helping you sleep um, I really found especially first time because my cough was so bad that I really really struggled to sleep at night so the lavender really helped me with that and you can use essential oils you can pop them on your pillow um, just be careful because some of them are really quite potent you don't want to ingest them um, you don't want to necessarily put them directly on your skin without maybe using just a like a carrier oil but they are really really lovely to put in a diffuser or in some kind of steam inhalation or something like that or in your bath or just on a tissue uh, next to next to your bed a really kind of lovely thing to use as well and you know smells can really help us to feel more nurtured I think so that's where I really found that quite helpful as well in terms of like food and drinks and nutrients and that kind of thing. I mean, obviously this virus affects people differently. Some will lose your appetite, some will lose your sense of smell and taste and might not fancy eating foods. And, you know, what I've come across, especially from um, some of my members who've ended up getting COVID and, you know, it can be really tricky when you are you're from a background of diet culture to think that you've somehow gone off the rails because you're not eating as nutritiously as you possibly could. Or if you've been, uh, if you've changed your diet from a very processed diet to um, more of a nutritious whole food diet, but you just don't feel like eating those kinds of foods or you don't even have the time to prepare them, that you can beat yourself up about that. And I just want to in part that I don't want you beating yourself up if you can't make make food from scratch. Yes, of course, foods deliver nutrients, but ultimately you've got to weigh up the balance between the stress that you're putting yourself under for not having a quote unquote perfect diet or eating, you know, all the foods containing all the nutrients versus eating foods that are um, convenient. And there are loads and loads of, you know, convenient, you know, ready meals, ready made soups out there that still deliver nutrients. They're just not made from scratch and that's okay. But I truly believe that, you know, getting some food into you, no matter what it is, even if it's not, even if it's not the most nutritious thing in the world, but it's pre-packaged, is going to be better for you than stressing about not having a perfect diet or, you know, eating more carbohydrates or whatever it is that you might fancy. So really try and look at where it is that you are, you know, feeling guilty about things. This is not a time to be feeling guilty about food at all. So I would absolutely prioritise eating foods that you fancy and eating foods that are, you know, quick and convenient because ultimately rest is important and, re and supporting your nervous system is really, really important because that is also going to help with your immune system. So, you know, just wanted to kind of add that in because I do hear from a lot of people going, oh, you know, I haven't been able to stay on plan or I haven't eaten any of the recipes from the club or whatever, but really you just have to do your best. And if that means bowl of cereal and pre-packaged meal, then so be it. 
diet. Ultimately, you want to make sure that you're eating something and it doesn't matter if it's not the most nutritious thing on the planet. That being said, there are obviously foods that are going to support your immune system more than others. And so if you have the, you know, the ability to get those foods into you, then great. And obviously, you know, a really obvious one is, you know, anything containing vitamin C. So we're talking fruits and vegetables here. So if you can get fruits and vegetables into you in whatever format, um, you can be they frozen or you know tinned or fresh or however you can get them that is going to increase your consumption of vitamin C and that is going to help your immune system smoothies soups stir fries anything from the slow cooker if you've got an instant pot which is a pressure cooker I found that to be really 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 helpful I didn't have one two years ago but I have one now and I found the instant pot really really helpful because it meant that I could just chuck a bunch of ingredients in or just leave instructions for somebody else to do that i.e my husband and you've got a you know an incredible meal you know ready in like 15 minutes and you can make loads of it so you've got some for the next day I actually made several batches of chicken soup in my instant pot which took a an hour um, and that was so 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 simple literally just you know chicken portions with the bones and the skin and everything so chicken thigh or you know chicken leg portions just you know chucked in the uh, the instant pot with you know garlic and ginger and onions and carrots and vegetables and uh, chicken stock and then just you know let that do its thing for an hour and that was so 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 healing so that was really helpful as well. Um, I've talked about ginger, um, other, you know, really great foods for the immune system, like anti-inflammatory include turmeric. Um, and if you check my um, Instagram from fairly recently, there is a recipe on there for like a, a warm turmeric milk, which is lovely. Um, it's another really good one for you to include in your diet. Manuka honey is another really, really great immune supporting ingredient, but don't put your manuka honey in a hot drink save your manuka honey for literally you can eat it straight off the spoon it is so 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 healing there's tons of research behind manuka honey and its um therapeutic properties uh, it's not you know it's not cheap but it's definitely worth it and i definitely had that both times and felt that it was very very soothing indeed now, there are obviously supplements that you can take, but I'm not going to be giving you um, a raft of supplements here because um, I'm not really allowed, really allowed to. But if you were to take some supplements, then you want to be looking in the realms of, you know, vitamin C. Obviously, we can get vitamin C from foods, but we want a much higher dosage. So I would think about a vitamin C supplement. Zinc is another one you might want to think about taking. Vitamin D, vitamin A, these are all immune supporting nutrients that are really, really going to help you. Now, I'm not going to direct you, like I said, to anything specific, but what I would say is if you go to like an independent sort of local health food shop, as opposed to a chemist or a high street chemist or like a, a large high street health food shop, you know the ones I mean, um, you want more of an independent one, you're more likely to get somebody in there who is qualified to give you advice about supplements and they can give you um, the, the right things. One particular supplement that I took both times, and I was very fortunate because they actually sent me some, which was really, really lovely, was a brand called Unbelievable Health, and that is B-double-E, -E, because it contains um, propolis, which is extract from bees, and uh, it's a, a, a supplement called B, B-double-E, B-prepared 
um, max strength and it is absolutely brilliant and I really found that by taking that especially in the earlier stages of having COVID um, that definitely helped to uh, kind of reduce the severity and sort of get me back on my feet a little bit quicker. So I have actually got a few packs of Unbelievable Health Be Prepared Max to give away to some of you lucky listeners. Um, I will be leaving the instructions on how to uh, win a pack of these um, in the show notes for the podcast. And also if you're on my email list, the the instructions would have been in the email as well. So all you need to do is rate and review the podcast and we will send you one of these packs that we have to give away. So really, really good. And it contains a few um, essential ingredients that have actually been researched by the Institute for Functional Medicine as being specifically beneficial for COVID. And some of those include elderberry extract, beta-glucans, and also medicinal mushrooms. So these particular nutraceuticals, they are called, have been researched against being able to support you in your recovery for COVID. And Unbelievable Health and Be Prepared Max has got these ingredients in them. So it is it is really, really good. I will just caveat this with, if you have any underlying conditions, if you're taking any medication, please do check with your medical provider before taking any of these supplements, um, because I don't want to be responsible for any adverse reactions, although they are generally pretty safe to take. So um, those are, you know, some of the things that I, uh, you know, took and found them really, really beneficial. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope you have found this episode slightly useful <laughs> if you um if you've had covid and it's also one that you can come back to if you are if you do end up in the unfortunate position of getting covid because i've got lots of tips for you here to help you um recover more quickly don't forget tip number 1 really is you know prioritize rest and sleep and taking care of yourself and looking after your nervous system and really trying to reduce stress as much as possible because from personal experience i really know that having that stress while i was really really unwell did not help me at all and then the other um, tips i've given you around hot drinks and essential oils and some of the uh, nutrients that i've given you vitamin c d e a all the good ones are going to be super beneficial for you as well so i really hope that has helped you. I'm really happy to be back uh, in my podcast studio um, recording episodes for you and um, I will see you again next week right here on the You Are Nourished podcast. Have a great day. Thank you again for spending your time with me today. If this episode was valuable to you, I would truly appreciate it if you shared it with someone that would find it helpful. Also, don't forget you can find all the resources, links and show notes over at youarenourished.com. See you next week on the You Are Nourished podcast. Bye for now.